Oh, give thanks to the God of gods. For him alone who does great wonders. Now, why don't you lift up your voice and begin to thank him for all the wonders he's done in your life. Thank God for everything that he has done. Everything you can imagine. The gracious God. The everlasting one. The ever present help in the time of trouble. The loving father. The God who had not acted against us according to our mischiefs. The God of life. Who has spared our life. Who has given us grace. Our God and gracious one. We worship you. We worship you Jehovah. Give thanks to the Lord who has been Lord of our lives. The God who has been God of our lives. The one who has been our father. Mandoro le bashekeri ale le borimana la brevari ya darbo sagaranda. Repekete le le boshikara mori brale bozoto. Ye pale kreto le mombro le brekusko le brende boshpale le konda. Ye pakata le le konde sepre le bosondoro ya ramoto. Lord, we exalt you. We glorify your holy name, O God. We worship you, Lord. The Bible says, By his understanding, he created the heavens. He spread out the earth upon the waters. The God who created the great lights to govern the day, the sun, and the moon to govern the night. The God who struck down the first man of Egypt and brought Israel out from among them with a mighty hand and outstretched hand. To him be the glory who divided the Red Sea asunder. The King of heaven who caused the waters to congeal. And he led Israel from among them, sweeping up Pharaoh and his army. The God who appeared for us when the enemies arise against us. Who did not allow the torrent of Satan to override us. The one who led us through the desert of our lives. And brought us into the marvelous kingdom of his son. The one who destroyed principalities and powers. And made a public show of them. The one who triumphed over them in him. Lift up your voice and worship him. Lift up your voice and worship him. We give him the glory. We give him the honor. Everlasting Father, be thou exalted. The Lord who fulfilled his purpose for us in the land of the living. We give you praise and honor and glory. Your mercy endure forever. The King of Heaven who struck down the great kings before us. We worship and exalt your holy name. 
Thank God for every victory in your sleep. Victory in the night. When the enemy came against you, God did not allow him to override you. Thank God for his protection over you in your going out, in your coming in. Father, we exalt you. We worship you. We worship you. Let's thank God for the success He gave our students this year. For those who are jobless that got jobs this year. For those who are promoted in one way or the other. For the spiritual gift that He had endowed upon us this year. What a faithful God He is. We worship you, the God who provided unto us. He gave the bread to the eater, He provided food unto us. We worship you, our God. If God was to mark sin, who will stand? But there is forgiveness with Him, there is mercy with Him. In Jesus' anointed name we are worshipped. This is December. And this is the first of December. Everything that man received is by God's mercy. No man earned anything from God. So when God spares your life and my life, it's not because we are so good. It's not because those who have died have committed more sins than us. It is because His mercy endures forever. If God had blessed you in any form, it's not because you know how to pray. It is because His mercy endures forever. Now in the book of Psalm 132 from verse 13, it says, For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has, uh, he has desired it for his dwelling place. Instead of Zion, put your name. When I was reading these scriptures, did the Bible not say, Know ye not that ye are the temple of the living God? And then it said further, this is my resting place forever and ever. Here I will sit enthroned and I have desired it. And if you look at that, 
He's talking about the church of Jesus Christ as well. And if you look in terms of the church of Jesus Christ, you can see Christ with tabernacle. God had decided that this house is his dwelling place. This edifice, we have not dedicated it yet. We are going to be dedicating this edifice next year, March the 1st. Which will be a silver jubilee. But this is the dwelling place of the Lord. Now, look at what it says. I will bless her with abundant provision. And the other tradition says, I will bless her with abundant prosperity. It says, her poor will I satisfy with food. This is the church and this is the covenant of God. There should not be poor in the church. Because every poor in the church is being catered for by those who are extremely wealthy. That is the word word of the Lord. People can be poor by virtue of circumstances. And that's the reason why the Bible says that there should be no poor among you. But it says that if there is one, you take care of him. We are not equally privileged. And that's the reason why we have variations in our capacity of earnings. But God promised that he will bless Zion with abundant provision. And he says he will, clothe, he will provide food for his poor. He says I will clothe her priests with salvation and her saints with, will ever sing for joy. The first part of this scripture we are going to thank God for it. You will thank God for choosing you to be his dwelling place. We will thank God for choosing this house to be his dwelling place. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Thank God for making this place His dwelling place. Thank God for making us His dwelling place. Thank God for making us His dwelling place. Father, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Jehovah, we praise you. Jehovah, we bless you. Jehovah, I exalt you. Who is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you will remember him? Thank God for dwelling in your body. Thank God for choosing this house as his dwelling place. Jehovah, we worship you. We give you the praise and the honor and the glory. He says, this is my resting place forever. Jesus is the resting place of God, his sanctuary, his church. He will rest in his church. The glory of his father will be in his church only. We thank you for numbering us among those who enjoy the privilege. 
Father be exalted. We thank you for the glory of your presence over us. Thank God for the banner of God over your life, over your household, over the church. For the love of the Father that dwells in the sanctuary. For the glory of His presence that dwells in the sanctuary. Father, we celebrate you. You are the God in the midst of us. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He says, This is my dwelling place forever. The Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever and ever. Here I will sit enthroned. I have desired, he says, the most holy one. For the banner over us is the blood of Jesus over your body. Begin to decree over your mortal body. The Bible says by his stripes we were healed. There is healing power in the blood of Jesus. It is a provision made for our ailment. The Bible says it took up our infirmities. This is December 1. That infirmity you had in your body before, it shall not go with you to 2015. Whatever be your ailments, begin to curse them to die in the name of Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb you are made whole. By the blood of the Lamb you are made whole. By the blood of the Lamb we are made whole. By the blood of the Lamb we are made whole. Whatever the devil has planted in your body, be swallowed by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every infirmity, every sickness, in the name of Jesus Christ, let there be healing, let there be healing, let there be healing, let there be healing, let healing take place. You are made whole, by the blood of the Lamb. Begin to command every infirmity to depart.
of Jesus, your knees are healed, your cartilages are healed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we are praying. Now, I want you to pray from that uh, Psalm 132. This is what you want to pray. This is a covenant. The covenant is for the Lord has chosen Zion. He, had, he has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever, forever and ever. Here I will sit enthroned, for I have desired it. I will bless her with abundant provision. This is the covenant. The Lord will bless his church with abundant provision. And it says, her poor will I satisfy with food. That is, God will bless the church to the place whereby there will be no poor in the church. You know, let me say something to you before you pray this prayer. As much as I love the church to be involved in social action, I don't believe God sent us that. There is no reference in the Bible. When Jesus told us to take care of the poor, he said, first the poor in the household. It is hypocrisy for churches to be feeding the poor outside where there are many poor in the church, they don't even remember them in their record. You can't do something for the orphans outside when there are orphans in the church and you are doing nothing for them. That is hypocrisy. We are not existing to satisfy governments. <laughs> we are existing to fulfill the mandate of heaven. And so God is saying that he will bless people in the church. Some of us are privileged. You are positioned in a place where you can easily be blessed. Tonight we'll deal with it. Anything that is hindering you from being blessed, today will be the end. There are people here who should be in a financial position that they can come to the apostle and say, Apostle, I want to sponsor a child throughout the university level or three children. And I said, okay, we have the widow here, and this of the widow, these two children of the widow, take care of them. And they will do it comfortably. But what the devil does is that people who are given by God to be the wealth house of the church, Satan fights with them a lot. And church don't pray about them too. Wherever you are today, you will manifest. So this first prayer we're going to pray is this. Pray it as if it is you. It says, I will bless her with abundant provision. Her poor will be satisfied with food. I will clothe her priests with salvation. We're going to pray, Father, fulfill this covenant over me. I am a son of Zion. As you have promised, bless me. As I go to the new year, before this month runs one, and this is the first day of the month, Father, remember your covenant and send your provision. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. A God and King, according to your word, He said, I will bless her with abundance. Father, I will bless her with abundance. 
abundant provision. We pray thee, O God, remember this covenant you have made with Zion. We are daughters and sons of Zion. Send your blessing, O God, upon Zion. Send your blessing, O God, upon this Zion of yours. Send your blessing, O God, upon this house of yours. Tell the Lord, let your blessing locate me in this December. Let your provision come to my hand so that I can clothe the poor. Let your provision come to my hand so that I can take care of the poor. Let me be the fulfillment of your provision. Let me be the fulfillment of your provision. Oh, King of Zion, Tell the Lord, visit every finance of this house. Visit every finance in this month of December. It is the month of remembrance. Remember me, O God. Remember me, O God. Remember me, O God. Remember me, O God. This is the month of remembrance. Remember me, O God. Tell the Lord. It is a month of provision. Begin to declare, clothe your priest, O God, with salvation. And your saint with ever singing joy, for joy. Clothe your priest with salvation. Father, Father, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. The Lord told us the month of December will be the month of remembrance. I will get, I'm going to take you through things that God will remember. In the book of Genesis, chapter 8. When God sends his judgment upon the earth, like today, the judgment of God has been upon the earth. Financial crisis all over the world. Nations are confused. Calamity over calamity. It says in verse 1, But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. Our Noah is the Lord Jesus. Everyone that is with him will be brought to remembrance by heaven. We are going to tell the Lord, Father, we have seen your judgment on earth. In your wrath, remember mercy. In your judgment, remember mercy. Open a book of remembrance concerning us in this house. Open a book of remembrance. Because of the tide of Satan, many pulpits have they have compromised the word of God. Tell God, in this house we have not. We have not and we cannot. We do not preach a message to appease people. We do not preach a message to appeal to people. We preach He crucified to reveal the God of heaven so that man can connect with Him individually. 
We're going to tell the Lord, as you remember Noah, remember us. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Our God and King, we pray. The Bible says, and the Lord remembered Noah and all that was with him. And Noah is the Lord Jesus. And the ark is the church of God. All that are with him, O oh God, in this month of remembrance, remember us. All that are with the Lord, your son, remember us. Father, remember us. Open a book of remembrance. In this judgment of God upon the earth, remember mercy. In this your wrath upon the sons of men, remember mercy. Remember your ark, O oh God. Even the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on earth. Remember us, O oh God. Remember us, O oh God. Remember us, O oh God. When the Lord remembered Noah, He caused the waters to recede. Begin to pray, Father, cause the water to recede. Lord, withdraw your anger, O God, and protect your church on earth. Lift up the, the top of your mountain, above the hills, Lord Jesus. Let the top of your mountain be seen above the hills. Remember your church, O God. Remember the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that was shed for your church. Let the waters recede, O God. Let the top of our mountain be made visible. He said the waters receded and the top of the mountain was made visible. Our God and King, we pray, let our waters recede. The water of judgment, let it recede. Let the church, O God, rest on our mountain of let the top of the mountain, O oh God, be visible. Let the top of the mountain, O oh God, be visible. Let the top of the mountain, O oh God, be visible. Jehovah, we pray thee. We pray thee, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Now in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 9 It says Now let me read from verse 10 It says Bring the whole tithe into my storehouse That there may be food in my house Test me in this says the Lord Almighty And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out such a blessing that you will not have room enough for it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. And the vines of your field will not cast their young. This is covenant. You will tell God, open the book of remembrance concerning me. If you read that book, that scripture further. In verse 16, it says, Those who fear the Lord talk to each other. The Lord listened and had a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence. You will tell the Lord, 
Open the book of remembrance concerning me and begin to look at your covenant. Father, fulfill the covenant promise. Look at my tithing. Look at my giving. Send such a blessing. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. A God and King, you are God that is merciful. The God that is faithful to your word. You said, bring all your tithe, the whole tithe and offering to my storehouse. You said, test me in this if I will not open the floodgates. We have come to the end of this year. Father, look at my tithe record. Look at my giving record. According to your holy word and fulfill your covenant. Father, fulfill your covenant over my life. Fulfill your covenant over my life. Send such a blessing, O oh God, that you have promised. Destroy every pest from devouring my crops. And Lord, do not let the vine of my field cast their young. In the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ, send your blessing, O oh God. Send your blessing, O oh God. Send your blessing, O oh God. Tell the Lord. Remember your promise. Remember your promise. Our giving shall not be in vain. The Bible says my labor shall not be in vain. Tell the Lord, visit me according to your righteousness. Visit me, O God, according to your righteousness. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. I have three more sessions prayer with you now in this session and then we'll sit down for just a few minutes. If you look at the book of Isaiah 65. It says in verse 23, They will not toil in vain or bear children doomed for misfortune. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. It says, you will not toil in vain. You will not bear children doomed to misfortune. We are going to pray. Father, bless me for all my toilsome labor. The Bible says those who sow in tears will come back reaping with joy. We will pray that this month of December rain down your blessing over the labor of a hand. You will not work in a place and when it's one month of your promotion, you resign. You will not be a person that will miss the blessings of God just by ignorance. Because the Bible says so. You will not toil in vain. Pray and tell God, all my toilsome labor, send your blessing upon it. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. You pray for yourself before you pray for your descendants. They will not toil in vain. Remember our toilsome labor under the sun. Those who sow in tears will reap with joy. Those who sow in tears will reap with joy. Those who sow in tears will reap with joy. Father, every place I have sown tearfully into. Every place I have worked hard into. Father, remember them in the month of December. Respond, O God, to me 
with resounding joy. Send your profits to my labor. Send your blessing to my labor. I will not labor in vain. My children will not be doomed for misfortune. Begin to decree against every misfortune. The Bible says there is no misfortune in Jacob. No misery is found in Israel. It shall not be said of Jacob and Israel. See what God has done. Father, my children and my descendants will not be born to be misfortuned. In the name of Jesus Christ. It says, they and their descendants shall be called blessed of the Lord. Begin to pray for your children. And your children's children. Send your blessing upon my descendants. I and my descendants shall be called blessed of the Lord. Misfortune shall be far from my family. It will not come near us. Disaster shall not strike in noonday around us. Begin to speak in the name of the Lord. For he that keepeth Israel shall keep us. His banner over us shall cover us. Like a shield in the day. A shield in the night. The sun shall not smite us by day. Neither will be the moon by night. He that keepeth Israel shall keep us. The one that protects his people shall protect us. The one that defends his people shall defend us. He is the defender of his people. Tell the Lord. He said before the call I will answer. Why yet they are speaking are we here? Begin to remind God all your prayer from January. The Bible said before you call God said he will answer. Answer me O God. All my prayer and requests from January. Tell the Lord before they call he will answer. Why yet they are speaking he will do. Begin to tell God let there be manifestations and performance this month. Great manifestation and performance of your faithfulness. Yea, Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. This is what the Lord has said. Foreigners will rebuild your walls. 
Their kings will serve you. Your gates will always stand open. They will never be shut day and night. Men will bring you wealth of the nations. They are kings led in triumphant procession. For the nation or kingdom that will not serve you will perish. They shall be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon will come to you. The pine and the fir and the cypress together to adorn the palace of my sanctuary. And the Lord will glorify this place as the place where he has put our feet. The son of your oppressors will come bound before you. All who despise you will bow down at your feet. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Though you have been forsaken and hated with no one traveling through, the Lord will make you an everlasting pride. The joy of all generations. You will drink the milk of nations. And be nursed at royal breasts. Then you will know that I the Lord am your savior. Your redeemer the mighty one of Jacob. Instead of bronze the Lord will give you gold. Instead of silver he will give you iron. Instead of iron, he will give you silver. And instead of wood, he will give you bronze. And iron in the place of stones. The Lord will make peace your governor. And righteousness your ruler. No longer will violence be had in your land. No longer be violence be had in your land nor ruin or destruction within your borders but you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise the sun will no more be your light by day nor will the brightness of the noon shine on you for the lord will be your everlasting light and your god will be your glory your sun will never set again and your moon will never wane anymore the lord will be your everlasting life and your days of sorrow is over your days of sorrow is over then you and all your people will be will be righteous and you you will possess the land forever and ever The least of you will become a thousand and the smallest a mighty man. I the Lord, I am the Lord and in this very time and season I do them swiftly. Lift up your voice and give God the praise. Our God and our King, we thank you for sweet manifestation of your spoken word. Oh, sovereign Lord, 
We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Take us his place for a few minutes. It's significant in the sense that it ends a period in this universe. Even the part of the world that have their uh, new year in another time, they still do something significant for December. So in our calendar, we have it as the month of remembrance. The word remembrance, therefore, is a word of reckoning. Because if God is to remember, that means that God will, will woo, reckon before God. A lot of big companies always look at their performance for the year. This December happened to be a year that companies expect to sell most. And if they sell short of their last year, they start to worry. When people were coming into this century in 1998, there was a news that began to brew. They were talking about the end of the world in 2000. They spoke about Nostradamus prophecy. They spoke about uh, some other people who have uh, made mathematical calculation, binary calculation of doomsday. Uh, they went into the computer technology, everything will come to an end. But by the end of the month, by, by the end of 1999, everybody, pe- many people, not everybody, because I'm not part of them, because in this church, I went to the U.S. Uh, 1999, um, December first week. And I was called by some very top ministers who asked me, that, what are you preparing for next year? I said, what's happening? They said, Y2K. I said, I've been to a conference of Y2K in London, but I don't see any sense in it. They said, what are you talking about? All technology will go down, electricity will go down, the world will, all those threats came. I said to them that I, the world I'm living in cannot be put away by a computer. So, one of them asked me, what has the Lord spoken to you? And I said nothing. God hasn't spoken to me, but you know, I know that God is the one who created this world. And human mathematics cannot bring it to an end. I didn't study my mathematics to that level. It cannot happen. Uh, but now that you see, I'm going to ask God. But you see, people were loading, you know, they were, they were storing water, storing food in places. Because they believed the world would come to an end. But when I sought God that time, the Lord opened my eyes and took me to heaven. And that was where the Lord showed me the calendar of the world from January 2000 to a month in 2015. And the Lord told me that nothing will happen to this world he had created. But you see, the fact is that December, therefore, is a time of reckoning. Every one of you who believe in Jesus is a time for you to tune completely to heaven. 
Think about yourself as a Christian. Can God depend on you for next year? That's the first thing you ask yourself. Think about yourself this year. All what you have done for God. If God was to judge you by your heart with which you delivered those things, will you be able to stand? Consider how many meetings happen in your church. Because I'm talking now to the world of Christians who are watching me live right now on the web. Wherever God has placed you, where you have membership. From January to, to November. How many absent times do you have in your register? How many meetings do they hold in your church every week? How many times have you absented yourself from them? Then if you want a person who commits yourself regular to regular fellowship, some people may be saying that. I mean, does the Bible really matter about that? Is there anybody who starts a company and employs workers and then he does not matter whether a worker comes to work or not? At the end of the month, he pays their wages. Have you seen that in this world? I can't hear an answer. Okay, there are four. The people who served Jesus Christ before us have become the template of governance for everybody who will serve Jesus Christ and the standard of measure. In the book of Acts chapter 2, in verse 20, 42, it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And it says everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All believers, verse 44, were together and had everything in common. Selling their processions and goods, they gave to everyone as they had need. Every day, verse 46, they what? Every day they did what? Shall we read the cathedral way? So how many times have you been to home group this year? They broke bread in their homes. How many times have you missed church service this year? How many times have you come to church service? They attended the temple daily. I told you when I was a young boy, my mother and my father would wake me up at 4 a.m. We would quickly bath because our church is about 45 minutes to an hour, uh, 55 minutes, 45, 45 minutes walk. We don't go by bus, we trekked. And we will go to church. We get to church because the church will start at 6. And we must get to church early. My parents made me to get there early because I have to take care of the church, clean the altar, everything. And then we will have service. From seven, we close, we will walk from church to our school. Another 45, 55 minutes. My primary school I'm talking about. And then, at the evening, we close school at three. My father was a headmaster. We wait for him in the school. We will be studying in the classes. By four, we start trekking to the church for evening service at six every day. Monday to Friday. On Saturday morning, 
Very early, my mother will wake me up to go to church again. And then we get to church. We do this one hour service, uh, six to seven. And then we clean the whole church. All those who are hovering this church now. That's what Alfred used to do with my family. We were not told to do so. My father and my mother chose that we should do it. My mother said to me that I knew what I suffered before God gave you to me. You will serve him all your life. And we will clean the whole church. We loved to do it. We didn't do it. We didn't hate to do it. I never had social life. And that saved my head from regret of old age. Didn't have social life. My social life is church. Spiritual life is church. Academic life is church. Any other early life is church. I have no life than church. Many who have opportunities to wonder about who we are contemporaries, when we meet, they have catalogs of regret. Even those who are called to ministry, they have catalogs of regret. I, when I was growing, if I had known, some of them have regrets that is still indelible in their life till these old days. I don't have such. Because my regret is that I didn't serve God well. Though I was going there, I was serving him, I probably would have even done more than that. Which is a good regret. But if you look at it, the Bible says so. All of us who meet in church and go, there are civil servants among them, directors of companies among them, judges who are among them, and various works of life. Engineers, some of them own their big companies. Their company became PLC before I left Nigeria. People who were there. None of us who went to that meeting, we know ourselves in church. None of us who went to, through those exercises, there is none among us that is not mightily blessed today. Our knowledge of God is not the knowledge somebody gave us. It's our experience with Him. But I'm asking you, and I'm saying to you that the Bible says those who preceded us attended the temple daily. So what is your report this year? Well, I'm asking you this. You have to appraise your life in this month. Whether you have served God according to the scriptures, or you have served God according to your own comfort and desire. Now, if you found out that you have not served Him according to the scriptures, and you have been demanding so much from Him, no wonder you haven't got much. Because God is a principal God. The laws of spirit is set before you were born. And God cannot change it. You sow into the, into the flesh, you read corruption. You sow into the spirit, you read righteousness. The law of spirit is set. But what can happen to you is this. You and I can redeem the day for the future by making a decision now. As we cannot do anything about our past, we can change our seed for the future. So that our harvest thereof will be different. And you know something with God? It is not just confession. What moves God is not your confession. It is what you do after confession. And I believe the month of December is a month for all of us to check ourselves and evaluate ourselves. How much are we serving the Lord or have we served the Lord in this year? Today you do that. And you make a decision. Lord, yes, I have not served you enough. I belong to a group. Some people come to the church every Saturday. They go out evangelism. I've never been to one. 
Some people come into the church every day. They pray from ten, a 9 to, to 10 for all the members. They pray for you. And it is, you will be part of it once in one month. Because we divide the church into four functioning groups. I've never been there. Well, they have Bible study here every day where they look at every chapter of the Bible. I mean, when you talk with people who were there, you will discover that they have gone too far. They have gone very, very far in the knowledge of the Word of God, true Word of God, than those who do not come. But you see, what rules, what determines comfort in life in God is the knowledge of the Word. What determines power in God is the knowledge of the Word. It's not fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer have what they do, but your fasting and prayer without the knowledge of the word is like a person who cooks soup. He did not put salt. He did not put pepper. He just poured water and poured the, the other stuff there. You will not be able to eat your food. The word of God is the lifeline of a believer. When you make claims before God, he watches you. What gives you the authority? If you know the word, there you get it. Or else you will, belong, will become one of the, those who have common with blessing, general blessing God gives to, or even an unbeliever. That's why some unbeliever can even boast to some Christians that I'm better than you. Who can mature in the world, in the Lord? He's a man full of the word of God. So when they do Bible study, you don't come. Then there's a problem. Check out yourself too. In the household of faith, what do you do? If you have to stand before your maker tonight, what record can you give him that you have done this year? And this is the remembrance. Of course, the Lord too will call to remembrance our past labor so that he will be justified when he apportions blessing. So it's a period to appraise your spiritual life. But of course, we always teach you to, to appraise your financial life. So that you will not get into a new year in debt. You must know what your life cost you this year. How much did you pay for your bills? How much did you pay for the maintenance of your life? Your rent and everything. If you are thinking of going to get a bigger house next year. Has your salary increased? All the things you should consider before you create debts. Can you afford those standard of life and death you are going to create so that if you are not financially well off, don't plunge yourself into it. I will together now. You know, if I live in one room now, it doesn't, it's, not, it's not anybody's business in church. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here who, when you come to church, people can look at your head and say you are living in the bed seat and say, I can see the bed seat that you are living. You have been living there for 14 years, by the way. Why? Have you seen that happen before? No, when we all get ourselves dressed or you don't know where anybody has come from, those things are not what matter. Those things are things you have to think very well. Jesus said, if you want to build a, a, a tower, you sit down first. Those of you who want to go to uh, retirement, what will happen after your retirement? If you decide to go for retirement by December, what are, uh, uh, January, what have we put in place for this year to take care of? Because when you retire, your electric bill will not retire. Your gas bill will not retire. Really, the way it's going now, they will increase. Unless you have a way out. So all those expenses will not retire. You want to change your job? Instead of resigning from the job and then saying you are taking a step of faith, 
That is not a step of faith. It will be a step of foolishness. Because you cannot resign from a job unless you have another offer. So, this month we always tell you, you must be able to give account of how much your life cost you. If you do not know how to, if you don't know how much your life costed you this year, in December 31, on December 31st, that we, we bring requests to God, you will not be able to bring anything to God. Because the Bible says the Lord will do exceedingly far above what you can imagine first, and you can ask. And the Lord will supply your need, not your want. So those people who just come in December and saying that, Lord, I want a salary of 50,000 K, or 50,000 that does not K, whatever the case may be. By December 31st, such request is not, it doesn't gather water before God. If you want 50,000 pounds as salary next year, what do you have to justify it? God does not just do what you want. He gives what you need. And what you need must come through accurate evaluation of your life. So today is first. I want every one of us to go home tonight and before we meet tomorrow. Evaluate your life spiritually. Evaluate your life in church. Your relationship with God. What have you put into God this year? And write down things that you must do. I also have done that. Wait, I'm going to tell you now. I have done that. I have decisions I have made yesterday that, boy, you are entering December tomorrow. What are the things that you will do better? And I have put them down. Okay, concerning the, the, your intention for next year, what are the things that need to be in place now? And I have put many things in writing that in this December I must achieve them. For my vision for January to be fulfilled, for me not to be confused in February, in March, April, May, June, July, to December next year, you must cost your life so that when you go before God, you are asking what you need from Him, not what you want. And I believe very much that we will discover that prayer points will come out from all these things. Some of us are prayer points to be in the area of spiritual. Some of us are prayer points with last from spiritual into financial. Some of you, maybe you, are, you have to sort out some relationship. You know, you have been moody to some people. Your name is not Mr. Moody. Why should you be moody to some people? Hello? Maybe this year you have blundered a lot in relationship, interpersonal relationship with people. You know, you, you make sure you amend yourself. Anything that you have done that gives your, your mind problem, your soul unrest. Next year, you don't do it. You make up your mind to make peace with everyone that you have offended, or people that you have groomed, uh, you have um, um, uh, bruised, bring healing and settle your life so that you enter a new life, you know, in total assurance of peace. The Bible tells you that, you know, the holy as your Father in heaven is holy. And it says that without holiness, no man shall see God. And it says, try to be at peace with all men first. So, Hebrews says, be at peace with all men. And then before he says, and be holy. And then he says, without holiness, no man shall see God. So, this is a period God is expecting us. Start writing your prayer request for 31st from now. So that it's not accidental. If you sit down, 
project backwards and forwards, you will write sensible things before God. And your God, who is faithful to his promise, who said, I did not say to, to, to Israel, call me for nothing, he will answer you out of his abundant mercy. There is nothing too difficult for God. There is no condition God cannot change. Remember this. Next year is a year of quick manifestation. As you are sowing seed, the Lord said the harvest will come. As you are thinking about something, the Lord said it will answer. So in the past years, we have sown, we have prayed, we have waited, and something has dried. But now is a new dispensation. It's going to be the year of God's glory. When those who are walking in righteousness with God, who set their heart to satisfy God only, when they open their mouth, things will happen in extraordinary ways and very imaginary ways. And so you and I, this is our time to buckle our shoes with the Lord and the Lord who promised he will deliver. Shall we stand up together? I want us now to pray just one or two prayers. The first prayer we will pray is this. You want to commit to the Lord everything remaining for you to do in the month of December. The year 2014. You will ask the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 16.3 It says commit to the Lord whatever you do your plans will succeed. You are going to pray that Father I commit to you every step I will take for all the things I have missed this year. Help me to take steps that will recover them. Every plan that I have, bring success to it. Lead me in path to people who will be destiny builders who will walk with me to bring me to the place where I want. Your, your holy angels, bring me the remembrance, into my remembrance, the reward that you have given to me that will bring me to the place that you have prepared. Shall we just begin to pray in the name of the Lord? Commit to the Lord whatever you do. And your plans will succeed. If you have any particular activity, tell God about it. If you have a particular intention, tell God about it. Ask God to release His holy angels over your, uh, your desires, over your plans. God should give you success in all the plans that you have. You will, you will not plan and then regret that you did not execute it. There are many times people plan and then they will fail the time. They cannot meet up with time. Tell God, help me in my timing. Help me in my planning. Help me to be, to, to be able to achieve the goals I've set before me this year. Tell God, bring provision for me. Give me success in my plans. Tell the Lord to lead you to people, relationships that can help you achieve. It says those who lay you will depart from you. Pray. Any relationship that can crash your life, God should destroy it before you. Any relationship that can hinder your plan, God should take it away. God should silence them until the plans are fulfilled. Help comes from the Lord. Send your help, O oh God. Help us to fulfill our plans. Speak to your body to come under 
So that your attitude will not hinder your plans. Your weariness and tiredness, unnecessary tiredness at, at the wrong time. You, you rebuke in the name of Jesus. You will not be tired when you are supposed to be active. Satan will not make you sleep when you are supposed to be awake. Not in this December. It will never happen again to you. Speak to your soul to rise up and be encouraged. You will not be discouraged when you are supposed to be encouraged. Until the plans of your heart. The Bible says after Solomon had finished building the temple and his royal palace. You must finish what you began. All you set your heart to achieve this year. That the Lord will enable you to complete them. When we come to the end of the month, you will celebrate God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. The last prayer I want to pray is Proverbs 21.30. It says there is no wisdom, no, no insight, no plan can succeed against the Lord. You are going to come against all the plans of the devil. But Father, whatever insight of Satan, plans of the enemy, and uh, the wisdom of the wicked one concerning me, I frustrate them by the blood of the Lamb. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Satan will not prevail over you. Satan will fail concerning you. Lord, we come against all the weapons of the devil. Sometimes the devil will bring disagreement between husband and wife from a little thing. And before you know it, a great blessing will be, will, 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 will be destroyed. They will be hindered. Come against every weapon of Satan. Those of you who are married, pray for your relationship. That God protect my relationship. Bring understanding into my relationship that we will not be affected by the devil. The devil will not divide our agreements. Pray for your children that there will be no division between parents and children at this time. There is a need for cooperation so that God can have his way. Satan will not be able to divide relationship. He will not be able to divide our cooperation among people, among church members. Pray that God will bind us with the blood of the Lamb. That the devil will not be able to penetrate us. We will succeed. Every plan of Satan against us will destroy. Now begin to destroy the weapons of the wicked one. The covenant God has got with the liver is the covenant of life. Every assignment of death we cancel. Over anyone in our, in our church. We cancel them. Over our family members. Assignment of death we destroy by the blood of the Lamb. Every attack of hell, we command that the fire of God will destroy them. In the name of Jesus, Father, release your hailstone from heaven and destroy the camps of the enemies before us. Let your hailstone fall over the whole of this cathedral. Destroy everything the devil has done into the atmosphere, in the whole of Woolwich, in the whole of Greenwich. Father, all the boundaries of Royal Borough of Greenwich, every manifestation of Satan be consumed with fire of God. We release the sulfur of heaven against you. Lord, we pray. Stretch out your hand of mercy. Stretch out your hand of mercy. Stretch out your hand of mercy. Father, we pray thee. Satan will fail over every member of this household. God will prevail over us.
In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Now, the last prayer we are going to pray before you bring your request up. This is the leaflet for our jubilee. And this will be given to us on the 31st. But we'll pray over this, our jubilee, every day. Every member must pray over the silver jubilee. Tell the Lord, our silver jubilee did not, 25 years of this church did not just come to 2015. Because 2015 is a covenant year of God with this household. I told you that um, the meeting we had on Friday, two minister, uh, one minister came, you know, uh, a, a, a sister, an old woman. She's a white lady, but an old woman. She came to that meeting and said to the, the minister who invited me that, I came to this meeting because I saw that Apostle Alfred Williams is the one who will be ministering to ministers. But many years ago, he said he was speaking on, tele, on the radio, on Premier Radio. I think that's 2001 or two. He said darkness covered the sea. Even take darkness upon the peoples. He said, but the Lord has risen upon you and his glory has risen over you. So we're going to pray. It is not accidental that our 25th anniversary is, is next year. It's something significant. You're going to pray. One of the prayers we're going to pray is this. Lord, next year that this church is 25, use me. Don't let me be irrelevant. When many shall come, may my place not be taken. I will be one of those who will tell them this is what God has been doing to us in this Zion. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. In these days, this year of your fulfillment over this house, tell the Lord, use me. I am one of the people you covenanted with in Christ with Tabernacle. May my place not be made desolate. Tell the Lord, may I not be a spectator next year when you will visit your people on earth. Paul said, after, you have, after I have walked, I pray that I will not be a, an outcast. Father, we pray thee, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. And tell God, let your power move in this house. Upon every member of this house. Remember your covenant with this house. Deliver this city. Deliver this nation. Let your glory be seen. Perform miracles in this house that will proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Perform manifestation in this house that we arrest the whole of Europe. Tell the Lord, move in your mighty power. We bless you, Lord. According to your promise, it says, A new covenant I made with you, I will do great and awesome things that have never been done before in any nation. As we enter the new year, let your glory fall in this house. Let your power fill the whole of this temple. Let us pray that everyone that should be part of it, that God will bring them. Let the celebration begin from zero hour of 2015. Let every day of next year 
Bring forth great manifestation in this house. That your name be exalted. Our God, our Redeemer, the glory of Israel. We worship and adore you. In Jesus' holy name. Lift up your request for December. If you are written them. If you are written nothing, you will stretch your hands. But try to write something. You know, writing requests helps your mind to walk towards it. This is not request for next year. The things you want God to do this month is what we do. For second thought, we deal with things for the month. So, if you didn't write anything today, when you are coming tomorrow, write it. On 31st, put those requests in the paper that you can deliver on the altar. After praying over it, you will submit them in the altar. Because we will keep praying over them to the end of the month. And then we will take them out. And then also you keep one copy. So that when those things are happening, you can confirm it. We do not pray to a God who postpones things. But the one who answers. A God and King. Elijah said, as the Lord lives whom I serve, I say, as you, the king of heaven, lives whom I serve. This request that I stretch out by your people today, I add them to the request of the saints on earth before your throne. Father, the angels that you have sent to cover this meeting, Lord, give them the grace to take this request to the throne of grace. All these requests we ask them only in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father of glory, full of mercy and power. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I declare this request granted. And it shall come to pass by the dawn of tomorrow that manifestation begin to happen. It shall come to pass that every day of this month shall bring forth testimonies in this house. All shall be to the glory of your name who has said, Ask anything in my name and I will do it that a father may glorify the son. And father, I thank you because one more time you glorify the son in the midst of us. This we ask with thanksgiving and believing is done. As we ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Before we stop, we have two guests in our midst today. In our midst today.